0: UK Report with Adam Gilchrist Good morning Adam. Hey morning, Keenan. Trust you had a good weekend, sir. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As he as he ponders that for a second time in twenty five seconds. Hey? I was indoors a lot. How about you? me. I was uh, doing a bit of work on Saturday, then did a bit of camping uh, along a river, the Breda River, and I saw what looked like a 1 1. metre, 1.2 1.3 metre python swim, not a python, a uh, puff adder. Oh. Swim across the river. They swim? Yes, they do. Oh. Very nicely. (laughs) Because we have adders, I didn't know they swam. I was like, that's an interesting Hmm. little twig, until we saw how big that twig really was and that it looked a lot like a snake. Uh, And that that was the end of your camping trip. No, 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 no. no. I slipped with the tent closed. Uh, (laughs) Terror suspect releases. Tell us about that. (laughs) Yes, talking of slimy creatures. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yes, seven terror suspects released uh, at midnight last night, essentially. Actually, some of them may be a bit ahead of the event in in case the tabloids were camped outside. But this is the end of the current government restrictions, control orders, which included things like GPS tags and curfews and restrictions on the use of phones and computers, a whole raft of things under the catchy name T-PIMS and Mm -hmm. the T-PIMS basically have come to the end of their natural life. They're given two years to see if they worked and it's a moot point as to whether they work but the point is we haven't got anything to replace them. So these guys they're they're in this grey area again. Uh, One of them spent a lot of time with five London bombers. Another spent a lot of time in a training camp in Somalia and was picked up outside the London Olympic Stadium. There's a lot of suspicion attached to these suspects Mm. as you'd expect but nothing that can be proven. So they fall into that grey area where uh, Thought is, they're probably up to no good, but you can't prove it. So, what do you do with them? Well, now the control orders have ended. We're told they'll be under surveillance, except remember that bloke who disappeared inside a mosque, came out yes. in a woman's burqa, hasn't been seen of since? He was under surveillance, too. So, it's not exactly foolproof. If anyone's got a fair and effective system, because this is the problem, of course, you can't just indefinitely hold people, or you are America in Guantanamo Bay, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The rest of us have to actually answer to some human rights, and we don't <laughs> seem to have a system yet that'll quite sort it
0: out. Now, nah, trust the Brits to complain about weather, but we are talking about a typhoon yes. flooding and torrential rain. Who have you guys upset?
1: I know, it's quite something uh, biblical almost. Actually, no, what it was, was I'm not an expert on Kansas, but it was a bit of Kansas weather we had yesterday. Mm -hmm. We had a band of thunderstorms followed by a cold front, and I gather if you put those two together, you often get typhoons, at least you do in the the flat states of uh, the American Midwest. Lo and behold, it happened in the flat counties of southern and Midlands, England, uh, across the south and at one stage actually they thought there was one tornado that made its way quite away, but otherwise lots of little ones. Uh, They didn't kill anyone fortunately, but they caused quite some damage around uh, in the southern counties and then up into sort of Birmingham area but plus torrential rain as well again. In fact, we're told we've got three days of torrential rain in some parts and in some parts like Somerset, for instance, beautiful county of farms and wetland marshes but a bit too wet. They're knee-deep in floods and have been for three weeks and with more heavy rain, the, the thought is, you know, there are plenty of farmers who say you know, when your land is three weeks underwater everything dies in there and Mm. so they're going under financially as well as uh, in terms of the weather
0: not good, not good. Uh, beard growing. What is this? <laughs> or firefighting. Really? Yes. What a choice. It's a choice. Uh, that's it, yes. Uh,
1: what we have is uh, big. Uh, the big festival. Actually, you may have seen this because it gets featured in the odd film, the odd sort of odd British film, the upheliar Festival in the Shetlands, which is all about Vikings and big beards and loud music and lots of fire. Well, technically, it's a fire festival. So, obviously, for a fire festival, you want your firefighters on standby. Well, in this part of the Shetlands, on the island of Bresse, they have only part-time firefighters and that the part-time firefighters have all been growing big bushy beards for their viking parts in the <laughs> Apeleia festival and behold, they can't get the breathing apparatus on so because of that therefore they can't have any standby firefighters which is a bit of a concern that they, they can ship them in as it were from somewhere else except somewhere else might need them too so unless someone can persuade the uh, the half a dozen or so part-time firefighters to shave
0: between now and tomorrow night then they could be a bit stuck, I'd say. I wonder what you look like with a beard on, cycling that bike of yours. You should try it. <laughs> Send us a photo sometime. There's too much drag factor. With, uh, <laughs> you've never seen a bearded cyclist on the Tour de France and that's why. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. Adam Gilchrist and your UK report.